You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Shohei drives that one left field. It's well struck. Tracking to the wall. Gone! 25. Incredible. Dip challenge with the fastball. Not a good idea. Shohei to left center. What a game for Shohei Otani. This is we get the news that he's a top three finalist for the All-Star game, showing why he's an All-Star. Swinging the bat. This is BetQL Daily with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Only one home run behind Vlad Jr. for uh, the home run leader race. This is uh, Joe O and Joe G. You've got BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. Joining the show, Odyssey MLB insider Tony Gwynn Jr. Insider calls presented by BetQL. Get access to data and insights the uh, sports books don't want you to see bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Uh, Tony, we just had the five-year anniversary. I'm willing to step out with the hot take that I think the Padres won the Tati Shields trade. <laughs> yeah, I, I, to say the least. <laughs> Man, uh, how, yeah. tell, tell us about Friday, Tony. I mean, that was unbelievable just following along three homers in the first four innings. I mean, he does something like this. As just and my radio partner were talking about it, we're going to find ourselves saying he's doing something historic throughout his, this 12 years that he signed up with the Padres often. I mean, he just has this ability to rise to these certain moments that just not everybody, you know, has. And so you get a chance to watch him on an everyday basis. It's, it's hard to not walk away and feel like you're seeing something you haven't seen before. Tony, uh, for my money, the best shortstop I've ever watched was Alex Rodriguez. Young in his prime, the way he could, you know, on both sides of the ball, run, hit, power, everything. Do you put Tatis in that conversation, young A-Rod? We, we had a great generation of shortstops, late 90s, early 2000s, with Jeter, Garcia Parra, Tejada. We've seen some special ones, even this last generation. Is Tatis already in that mix for you? I think he is. It's, it's hard to leave him out of it. Um, I think you could argue that he's got more flair and sizzle that attracts attention than any of those other guys you mentioned. And A-Rod is obviously up there in terms of, you know, when he was a young player, the, the potential and the ceiling he has. But 
Um, this is a guy that's got a chance to be like a 40-40 guy. He's got a chance to do it this year right now. The way he swung the bat, uh, the way the bases needs right now. Right? I think it's a game, uh, at least you know, up, up until now, has been a game in recent years that just doesn't have a lot of action. This guy provides all of that, and I think that's what's so exciting to watch him play in a night-out basis, night-in-night-out basis. Why did he say that he uh, passed on the home run derby this season? I think it was the shoulder. You know, he uh, he came out of a game, uh, had a little shoulder scare again last week. And I think, honestly, had he not gone through that, he had already mentioned that he would, it's something he wants to do and he was excited about. But, again, you talk about a, a 22-year-old who, who, who's got his priorities in line. Basically, his take is that he'll have other opportunities to do it. Right now, he wants to seize, he wants to be as healthy as he possibly can uh, and try to help this team get into the postseason and, and possibly get to a World Series. And that's the thing that's at the forefront of his mind. And, I mean, listen, for a 22-year-old, it would be hard to keep most of them out of a home run derby, especially the ones that enjoy that type of uh, stage. But he, he's, he's, he's playing it smart. Tony, I know you might be biased on this one. You get to watch one of these guys every day. But right now, who's the NL MVP in your mind? Is it Fernando Tatis Jr. or is it Jacob deGrom? Man, as, as, as much as I love Fernando and get to watch him on an everyday basis, it's hard not to say Jacob deGrom right now. I mean, guy's rocking a, a 5-0 ERA, and we're almost to the break, which is crazy. Uh, we've seen him twice uh, here with the, in San Diego, once a year, once in New York. And the first start I saw, I was like, I've never seen anything like it. But then he did it the next start. The only difference was he had to come out of the game due uh, to, the, to the elbow or to the finger issue. But it's just he's having that kind of year that it would take to really get ahead of a guy like Fernando Tatis. It's just something we have never seen in terms of putting it together for a full year. If he could continue to do this, I'm uh, usually 100% against pitchers winning MVP. They got their Cy Young. But it's tough to argue that, that he, shouldn't, he shouldn't be in the conversation and really at the top of the conversation. Uh, Tony, one of the other awards that I've been thinking about this morning is the American League Cy Young. For a while there, uh, the narrative was, oh, it's, it's Garrett Cole. He's the favorite. He should be the favorite. And there isn't that other name. There isn't that other American League starter that can jump up and take the award away from him. And Cole is still the favorite. But uh, based off what we've seen of late, ever since uh, Major League Baseball is coming down on the sticky stuff, uh, do you think someone else can take that award from him? Yeah, of course. I mean, there's a bunch of names out there that are good enough to do it. Will they be able to sustain? I think. Uh, the year Rondon is having with the White Sox, he's he's been he's been stellar in that uh, in that American League. Um, obviously, before Glass now got hurt, he would have been a guy. I think that I think that race in particular is still kind of forming. I know it's easy to point to Garrett Cole because he's on the Yankees. He he's been the best guy for so long, uh, but I still think that one's still kind of formulated. I think we're going to see other names pop up. Uh, before the end of the season. And I think some of it's going to have to do with how their teams are playing. And so because the American League seems to be so jumbled right now, 
I would say it's a bit too early just to hand it to Garrett Cole. I really think there's going to be some some other names that emerge. Odyssey MLB insider Tony Gwynn Jr. joining us here on BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. Tony, before the season, I think we all could have guessed that you would have been in for a treat in the NL West, seeing a great race. But we thought we thought it was just two teams. We thought it was the Dodgers and the Padres, who you're with every day. And here are the Giants as we get close to the All-Star break, still in first place, first team to 50 wins. How good is that team? I mean, they have surprised everyone. I know you've got to see them a few times. I think there's a lot of Giants-Padres games coming up in September. You've seen them. Are the Giants for real? Or are you buying in now that they're still doing it? Listen, I think when a team has played this well for that long, um, even if their talent doesn't say so, at this point they believe it. And so I think they are, I think they are for real because of that. Um, they have the ingredients that you need, right, in, in, in especially the National League. You get, and for the Giants in particular, this is how they've really won World Series, right? Good pitching, good defense, timely hitting, some guys having big years. And they've got all of that going for them right now. The way these Scafani has pitched for them, I think that's been – I think we kind of saw Gosman coming in terms of the effectiveness and his ability to be an ace. I think we saw that coming. I think the, the wild card for them is Johnny Cueto. If, if he's healthy and he's pitching like he pitched in his last start where I think he went seven, no earns, um, they're going to be a problem. They have some of their veterans who are all up for free agency next year playing as good as they possibly can. Brandon Crawford's having an unbelievable year. Posey, after the year off, is back to being Buster Posey. So they've got a lot of things going for them. I think the way their roster's set up, they're not as deep as maybe the Padres and Dodgers, but they match up. They play that game. We've seen them a few times where they'll get to a starter and if he was right-handed, they bring a left-handed, they'll flip their whole lineup out. They'll take everybody out they can and, and get the matchups they want. And that's how their team is designed. It's, it's, it's really uh, a, a unique roster in, that, in terms of most teams are going for depth. They're just looking to put guys with the right matchups. And that's what they do throughout the game. So um, I think they're for real at this point because they've, they're, they're fifth, they got 50 wins. They would have to play – they could play 500 baseball and still get 90 wins at this point. And I think I think that's amazing. So I think this team is for real. I don't think they're going anywhere. Can they hang on? My 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 heart and brain is telling me no, but everything I've seen thus far makes it hard to, to, to really pull against them. Tony, a week ago, the biggest story in Major League Baseball was Jacob deGrom getting, uh, getting checked again and again. And again, and, and it's happened all week to a number of pitchers in the game. Hector Santiago apparently busted yesterday. Uh, we'll see what happens moving forward if he's going to have that 10-game suspension. How do you think baseball has implemented it? Is it silly, or did something need to be done? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I, I think something needed to be done. Um, I think it, I know it comes off as being, um, you know, a little brazen and, and, and harsh, but there was really no other way to go about it. Uh, they had to kind of do something because clearly um, things were getting out of control. <laughs> guys had taken it a step too far. And so, you know, I think from that standpoint, Major League Baseball has, has done the best they can. It's, it's, they're going to get a lot of bickering. It's, to me, it's no different than when the sliding rule came into play. We complained so much about it when it happened, and then two weeks in, it was, there was no noise, basically. Um, so I think they've done it right. I actually hope Hector Santiago's telling the truth, that it is just rosin, because – Ultimately, if they start suspending guys and ejecting guys and then they send these gloves to whatever lab they have and they, and they find out that it is actually just rosin and sweat, the onus is going to be on Major League Baseball to find a solution for the ball. Because that's clearly what the thing that, I've, that, I, that stands out to me is that's the one thing everybody is on agreeing with, agreement with, is that the baseball is inconsistent, it's slick. So they got to find a solution for that. And I think um, – this is the start of the pressure being put on Major League Baseball to fix it. Because guys are still going to use rosin. If that is the case, that it's becoming this sticky because of that, then Major League Baseball really has to figure out what they're going to do with the baseball. Tony, you mentioned a little bit, a bit ago that when a team plays as well as the Giants have for this many games, you believe it. How about the other side? The Yankees are barely over 500. Their run differential is minus. They're on minus four for the season. They've been outscored. Do you expect the Yankees to bounce back, or, or is this a year where the Yankees just aren't that good? I, I expect them to bounce back. I mean, they have just too much talent, you would think, for them not to step to, to make a, to make a step forward. But um, it's been—I mean, we're getting in July here. I mean, this is the type of this is usually the time. The end of June is when you start to see things kind of hardened, kind of cement, and. Um, the Yankees have just been inconsistent all year long. You know, they, whatever work they did in the last three series against some pretty decent teams all really went away after you get swept by the Red Sox. So uh, I, I would expect that they're able to make a run ultimately, but that division seemingly is much like the National League West, right? You, got a two, you thought it would be a two-team race. All of a sudden, the Red Sox are at the top of that division and, and have surprised a lot of people. So – um, I, I think they'll make a run. Will it, Will they have enough time to catch those teams? I think that remains to be seen. Tony, what do you think about tonight's matchup? Uh, you've been watching these two teams all season long. Di Scalfani going for San Francisco. Bauer for the Dodgers. I, I was a little confused because Di Scalfani has uh, had some poor history against the Dodgers, but he also looks like a different pitcher this season. He does. He's pitching with a lot of confidence, and I think he's been – uh, at least one of the bigger surprises on that giant roster. Bauer's Bauer. I mean, he's looked, we've seen him, I think, three times now here in San Diego. He's looked good all three times. Um, 
I, I expect that to be a good matchup. I expect that to be a, a low-scoring game. Um, both of those teams, they match up well against one another, just like the Padres do with both of them. So um, I like the, I like the, that type of pitching matchup. It usually bodes for some good baseball. Uh, but I think the way the both teams are playing, it's going to be hard to for one of the teams to break away before it's, it's all said. But I think it'll, it'll be a pinch hit somewhere that comes through for one of those teams, I think. Tony, about a minute to go here. Um, trade deadline, just about over a month away. The Padres have been very aggressive over the past couple of years. I mean, last year they they acquired like five players at the deadline. Do you expect that again as they make a push to uh, not only make the playoffs but try to catch the Giants in the West? I put nothing past A.J. Preller anymore. So, I mean, you mentioned last year's trade deadline, which was insane. Um, I don't know if it'll if it'll live up to that expectation, but – I expect the Padres to be active. Uh, they're always, I think in today's game, you're always looking for bullpen arms, even when your bullpen's good. Um, but they may need another bat off the bench or a guy that they can kind of platoon uh, with the guys that they have. Right now, their outfield looks pretty good. Tommy Pham is as hot as anybody. Trent Grisham is working his way back. Will Myers is, has kind of been uh, inconsistent this year. And I think you're going to want some – some punch off the bench if you can get it. And so where that comes from, I don't know. I still think that the trade market is, is still coming to, to kind of formulating itself right now. Uh, but I fully expect the Padres to be in the mix. They may end with, we don't know what's going to happen with Denelson Lamette. He left his last start early. They may be in the, in the business for starting for a starting rotation as well. We'll see. Tony Gwynn Jr. at Tony Gwynn Jr. on Twitter, Padres radio broadcaster and MLB insider. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, guys. Insider Calls presented by BetQL. BetQL is here to help us all make better bets through real proven analytics. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Our best bets of the night are up next. Joe O. Joe G. Keep it locked on BetQL Daily from BetQL.